All right. Let's satisfy our minds with this nation as we bring everything in time. You guys are listening in to the Law Nation midday sports report for those who are out there who grab your coffee and all those things. Let's go. Mm. Yeah. Y'all hear the beep. Y'all hear the beep. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. So uh, with that being said, I really appreciate everybody for tuning in earlier. Now we're going to kick off the midday report. Uh, just going to go ahead and give you guys my thoughts of what Mike Fisher had to say earlier on 105.3. The fans shout out to Mike Fisher and shout out to that particular station. Uh, he said that David Irvin. It may be a situation that he may be doing a, a ladder just like Josh Gordon. And, and there's nothing to poke fun at. We, are, we already want to say this right now, that we wish that these players can get their mind and get their acts together and just grind for their family. We want that to happen, right? And then also moving forward to Taco Charlton's other worlds. See, I just got to point out those two players because they have some issues on and off the field and things like that. But Taco, he's having a little issue with, uh, I guess, uh, how can I put this in better terms? Uh, doubt issues, you know. Uh, I don't think that he's thinking that he's been utilized right and properly. But the good thing is they moved him over to D-Law's side and he's finally getting some reps. So shout out to tacos of the worlds and then ta it could be possible for mike fisher that he gets out there and he does his thing out there we already know that we really need somebody to be explosive on that special team we need that one way or another cowboy nation you guys already know we need that we absolutely need that shout out to bobby man mccoy appreciate you for tuning in on the periscope i really appreciate you uh also carrie thank you for being part of the mix and uh who is it Delton Roberts. Yes, we're going to tune in to, I guess, Undisputed. We're going to listen to Skip <laughs> and Shannon Sharp and uh, whoever the panelists out there. I really appreciate each and every last one of you all. Don't forget to leave your comments. I, I love to I read through everybody's comment, believe it or not. And then on top of that, hit that like button. Join the notification squad and give me feedback, whether or not you like me going online or, or not. You know, I need to have all of this data calculated so that I can know that I'm doing the right things, right? And then we are live. We're going to be live on Roku. You see the little emblem down below. That's one of the new sponsors there. So really appreciate them for having me on their platform who's operated and powered through Amazon. So I really appreciate each and every last one of you guys. Uh, let's get this thing going one way or another. Cowboy Nation, let's 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 get it up. Do whatever we can to, to listening in to 105.3 The Fan and also the Ezekiel Elliott. I mean, we just got to, you know, know that nothing's going to be given to us. We got to go out there and take everything. So, you know, we just got to have that mindset going into this Sunday so we can come out there winning. All right, Shannon, what does this tell you? Well, it tells me Zeke uh, gets it. Um, I also like he had a comment when they told him about him being selected to the Pro Bowl. He mm -hmm. said it's a huge honor to be selected by coaches, peers, and the fans, but that's not the bowl that I'm really interested in. Yes. Super Bowl is mm. the ultimate goal. So I love what I'm hearing from Zeke. And he's absolutely Me right. Too. Skip, I'm, and, I, and, I, and I told you this. You want to go ahead and secure this, the NFC East title, yep. as quick as you can. Mm -hmm. Because now, do you really want to go on the road the last game and face a division opponent when they can knock you out of the playoffs? You would mm -hmm. like to have this secure. So that way, if you have someone that's a little nicked, yep. you can get them a break. You know, Zach Martin, do you really want to bring Zach Martin back against the Giants? You know, let him rest. Give him that extra week of rest. Zeke, Skip, Zeke is at 358 touches. Mm -hmm. That's 43 more than Todd Gurley, who's yep. number two. Mm -hmm. So 
you go ahead and secure it, you probably can sit Zeke down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Zeke, I understand you want that rushing title. Yep. But like you said, you know, we don't really have trophies in our, in our building for mm-hmm. rushing title. We got five Lombardis. Yep. And that's what we're really trying to stack. Mm-hmm. So that's what you really want to do. And Zeke, said, Zeke is absolutely right. No, nothing is going to be given. Mm-hmm. You know, Skip, when I look at the Cowboys, I never thought they were as good as their five-game winning streak because of the way that they had to win these games. All these games were one score. Right. So it could have easily gone. It wasn't like a situation they just blew teams out. Zeke got an opportunity to come out and rest the fourth quarter. Dak got an opportunity to sit down. The games were really, really nip and tuck, which tells me that they're going to have to play these games. They're going to have to play a perfect game in order to win. Mm-hmm. And a lot of them, they weren't. The defense was unbelievable. Offense got some big key third downs, big touchdowns. So I really never thought they were as good as that 5-0 record would indicate. But Skip, I'm telling you. you- Man, hey, I-, I must say this right here before we go a little bit further. Appreciate everybody. Shout out to you always, Lady and Chaz. Thank you for tuning in. Beast Mode, appreciate you. One, two, three. Not just one. One, two, and three. Beast Mode, appreciate you, man. All right, this is the thing. How boys nation for Shannon Sharp to be the voice of reasonings right now means a lot. I promise me, promise, promise me guys that Shannon Sharp, we already know that his angle and, and the narrative that he do out there on the station for him to be the voice of reasoning right now to come out with that opening statement is a lot. It's, it is a lot, believe it or not. And or oh, Ripley's or law, believe it or not, you know, <laughs> but it's one of those things where he's so much on point. We got to go out there and dominate. And then the games that we, we did win on the five game winning spree, there was a lot of holes. There was a lot of, uh, of valleys. There was a lot of ups and there was a lot of downs. And then there was some identity uh, trying to be established with the Amari Coopers of the world. Right. So we see all these things. And there was a close game that we, there were some games like before the five game winning spree, I'm going to say spree, not streak. I'm going to say spree. Uh, the, the Tennessee Titans game. If we would have had our head out of our, you know what, it was a home game that we should have won, basically. And I do know I'm not discounting that they won by multiple touchdowns or what have you, but that was a game that we could have won because we dominated the first series. It's just that we, we got down into the money zone on the second drive or something like that. Uh, we laid an egg. Uh, Dak Prescott threw the interception, which changes the momentum. And to me, the way I'm looking at the NFL now, it's becoming more and more like a college style, whereas the team with the hot hand, the team with the momentum normally wins the game, meaning that it, regardless of the where you plan at, it's all about the momentum. And that momentum pendulum, that swing uh, can be uh, a horrible situation, especially when you don't have that fire hot offense. So we need to keep our momentum. Salute to you, Virginia Finals. Appreciate you for tuning in to the nation. And Gino, appreciate you guys. All right, so... Let me know, Cowboy Nation, uh, what this thing can become if we go out there and dominate this weekend. We got to. We got to. Let's listen in to, let's listen in to, to more of uh, Undisputed. You look at who they mm-hmm. lost to, Carolina, and we said Cam mm-hmm. looked like uh, they're going to shut Cam down. Seattle in playoff hunt. Houston leading the division 10 and, 10 and 4, I think. Uh, Indy in the playoff hunt. Good quarterback, running back combination. Well, get to the playoffs, that's what you're going to face. Mm. New Orleans mm-hmm. can run the football. The Rams can, well, the Rams can run it. I don't know if they're going to continue to let Jared Goff throw it 800 times a game. Mm-hmm. So, Skip, for me, I love what Zeke's saying, and I believe they're going to echo this in that locker room. But they need to go ahead and handle business. Mm-hmm. They really need to look good at Tampa. Yeah. Because this Tampa has the type of defense that you should get right again. Mm-hmm. Whatever's ailing you, 
you play Tampa and that defense, <laughs> you should feel really good about yourself coming out of that game. Mm. So I'm going to be watching this game very intently. It's not mm -hmm. really how am I ready because Tampa don't really ready razz my Barry Jenny, as the old folks mm. used to say. Mm. But I want to watch and see what Dallas does. Mm. It's more about Dallas than Tampa because they should come out this game, Skip, feeling good about themselves, the NFC champs, NFC East champs, mm -hmm. and go to go to what go to uh, New York the final week of the season. Mm. Get Zeke some rest. Mm. Zach Martin, you go ahead and take it off and get healthy because mm. we're gonna need you opening week of the wild card weekend. Mm. So I hear everything you just said, and I don't buy anything you just said. Why, right, Skip? Really? <laughs> what? <laughs> I like what Zeke said. All right. I don't believe he really believes what he said, and I'm not real convinced this whole team and locker room believes what Zeke was saying, that they need to take care of their own business. Mm. I'm going to say this again. This is the mindset of this team. It Come went through now. a five-game revenge tour, and it got even with Philly twice. Not once, but twice. Twine. It got even with the Redskins for that debacle of a penalty that got called on them at Washington, and that was on Thanksgiving. Got even with the Redskins. Got even with those Falcons in Atlanta, the scene of the crime last year that was such a humiliation and embarrassment for Dallas. And they got even with a lot of critics, such as the one sitting across from me, who said they're going to get embarrassed at home on Thursday night football by Drew Brees, who came in with the number one high-flying offense, scoring 37 points a game, and right. was statistically at that point having the greatest quarterback year in the history of pro football. That was Drew Brees going to Dallas that mm. Thursday night, and Correct. obviously he left with his tail between his legs, 13 to 10. And they barely scored 37 points in the next three games. That is correct, and we're, we'll <laughs> discuss that later. But the point is that my team, as Jenny pointed out, then took foot off gas because my team woke up the next day and thought, wait a second, we got a two-game, this is after Philly, we got mm. a two-game lead in the NFC East, and Philly and Washington have two of the toughest closing schedules in pro football, and I love my team with incentive. I love my team with urgency. I love my team with backs to wall. All right, all and you right. know what? why I fear this game Sunday? Why you Their fear? Their backs are still not completely to the wall. Am oh, I right about now. it? Do come they on. have to? Is this let, a do let, or let, let me stop them right quick. Uh, guys, look, this is what happened. We got hit with a buzzsaw against the Colts. The reason why all of that happened, you got flus, man. Flew's been on his team for eight or seven years or what have you, and he knows every nuances that the team, he knows how to cogs, the small cogs in his wheel, uh, what makes this offense go. He knows how to stop the defense, and he got the scouting tape hands-on with these players, whether it be offensively or defensively. It was just a well-drawn-out play, a well-drawn-out scheme, schematics for the coach, what they did. They took a piece of what the Cowboys do, and they gave us a taste of our own Madison. Now, with that being said, Cowboy Nation, we got to figure out a way now to not let that be echoed in our minds and saying, okay, teams can run up the middle, they can gash us, they can actually do play actions, and they can kill us down the field with the double moves. No, not everybody have a T.Y. Hilton. Nope, no, 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 no. Not everybody have a Fluce. Not everybody have a stellar offensive line like the Colts. Remember this, that Colts, Colts offensive line, it was like the great wall of of of, uh, of Dallas at one, one point. If you look at the uh, Quentin Nelsons of the worlds and the Kellys of the of the worlds, they they was protecting Andrew Luck. Now I would give you this: 
Andrew Luck only passed for 190 some yards, which was which was cool, right? No touchdowns, right? Which was cool, right? So we still have some elements of defense that we can do and stop these perimeter, uh, I guess these teams they like to throw the ball down the field or what have you. And this is another thing I have to bring this home. You know, I think that the Cowboys offense they shot themselves in the foot. I know the end result does not dictate and predict, or I guess you can see the whole entire flow of what actually happened on that particular Sunday. We was in the money zone. We was in the red zone. We was in the green zone. We just didn't capitalize. A blocked field goal, a, a drop pass by Jameez Oluwale, half of the Cowboy Nation saying that it's Jameez Oluwale's fault, another segment in the half of the Cowboy Nation saying it's the quarterback fault, but I'm with the old school belief and anybody can let you know, if, even if you look at the Drew Pearson Hail Mary pass, it was slow, <laughs> it was low, it wasn't accurate, it wasn't right on the money. It was an underthrown ball, but the receiver or the whoever the guy that's trying to catch the ball got to make those plays. At the end of the day, it's all about making the plays. Everybody have reasonings, but results are what matter. And I can go give you another story. Joe Montana, when he threw the ball away, Dwight Clark, he snatches the ball out of, out, out of the air. At the end of the day, the receivers have to bail out the quarterback at times. So, yes, always the latest said Ezekiel Elliott spoke the truth. Yes, he did. Execution. This is what Gino said. Yes, we got to execute. Yes, we do. Uh, D, what's good? I see you over here on the Twitch, man. Appreciate you. It's 52. D, what, what's good, man? Shout out to you. Thank you for tuning in. Dallas Steel Stink. Eagles Nation. This is from Rico Williams. Shout out to you. Thank you for listening in to the Cowboys Nation. Thank you for tuning in to the Law Nation. Thank you for tuning in to listening to what the Cowboys have to say. Because I'd be damned if I go to the Eagles fans and I go to their station and I listen to what they have to say. But shout out to you. Thank you. You're always welcome here. Let's go. Die game. No. no. It's not do or die. So here comes Tampa. And to your point, what, what is the fatal flaw for my Dallas Cowboys? What do they do the worst? Score in the red zone, yep. right? They don't cash. They can drive it like crazy. And they went mm -hmm. into the indie game number one in time of possession because they can drive it and drive it and drive it. And they drove it in the first half. Ten plays and 14 plays and 15 plays and came away with zero. And they are last in the NFL in scoring percentage in the red zone. Guess who is worst on defense in the entire NFL in allowing red zone scores? Tampa's defense. Okay, so you have the, what, what we do the worst against what they do the worst. So you would think, oh, well, this is oh, our time, perfect. right? Yep. Now we can go in there and cash like five touchdowns, right? <laughs> yes. And win it like we did against Jacksonville 40-7, to seven, yes. right? Yes. I got to tell you, Jameis scares me. Do, do you realize his QBR for the year, and I know he hadn't played the whole year, but his QBR is fifth in the league. He's having a good year. That lets you know how flawed QBR is because here's a guy that's been tw benched twice okay. for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay. I got you, but over the last four games, he has played really well. But Skip, they, they lost them all. They've only won. No, they're two and two. They're two, two and two, two, and they, yeah. they whack San Francisco. And San Francisco's not bad with this rookie yes, quarterback, yes. right? Yes, okay, I'll give you that one. So they beat him 27 to 9, and he had a QBR of 93, Jameis did in that game. Okay. And then they beat Carolina and came through for 300 yards in that game. And three picks. Okay, okay he did, but, but Jameis had a QBR of 90 in that game. Then the Saints, they had the Saints on the ropes. It was 14 all, and then there was a block punt, and New Orleans escaped with that game with bad offensive stats, 28 yeah. to 14. And then... Tampa went to Baltimore and it was 20 to 12. They hung in there. Jameis is.
what is going on? Is this a role reversal? Is this is all of a sudden Shannon Sharp rooting for the Cowboys and Skip Bayless rooting for for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Uh, I don't know. It's kind of like covering your bet a little bit. It seems like Shannon Sharp, he's he's all in on the Cowboys winning this game, believe it or not. This is what I'm hearing. And now uh, Skip, he's kind of like halfway in. He's lukewarm about the situation. He got his toe in the water. He don't have his whole foot. The thing is, uh, he, he he's scared to put his foot in his mouth, I guess. Man, Cowboys, if we do not win this game, then it will speak volumes of what this team really is, you know. And even if we go through, through this game, if we win by one point, if it's a struggle on the offensive side, it still speaks volumes of what this Cowboys team really is. We got to figure out a way to score early and often. We got to see some type of grace of moving down the field. We got to see that. If we just see this same mundane offense, man, I'm going to be highly upset. And then on top of that, I'm not a conspiracy guy. If you guys go to my, uh, my, my Instagram page, I was pulling up the fact that Scott Lennonhan refuses, refuses to put Dak Prescott in motion to run out the ball or bootleg the wiggles and the waggles or what have you. They got to figure that out. I'm tired of this guy trying to manipulate this situation to say, okay, this guy is supposed to be a pocket passer. No, that's not his pedigree. That's not his strong suit. I know some high school coaches right now that can put Dak Prescott in better situations. Do he have the best arm in the world? Hell no. He don't have that. I wish I can say he do, but he don't. He can't pass the deep out pass. I understand that. We see this pitfall. We understand his limitations. But God dog it me, Cowboy Nation, they need to figure out a way to strengthen his best and weaken his worst. You know, whatever he's bad at, they need to figure out, okay, we're not going to force feed him on this situation because everything, everything is in a mountain too. How you can play in these type of games. Like last week, how can you play in those type of games as well? This should not be one of those decisions where we wait until next week and say, okay, now we're going to pull out our bag of tricks. No, we, this is our last home game for the regular season. And good Lord, we better get out there and show some type of extreme. And I'm talking about extreme amount of focus intention, and to details. And we got to get out there and really make things happen. That's all I have to say on that. But let's listen to more of what they have to say. His numbers weren't very good, but nobody's numbers are very good against Baltimore because right. they got the best defense in pro football. So the point is, Tampa is game. Tampa hasn't quit. Tampa will come and fight you. So it, it looks too easy, which is why I'm a little queasy about it, because in the backs of their minds, they know if they really have to, if they really need to, what can they do? They can go up to New York and beat the Giants. Would that be simple? It would not be simple. No, I would won't. rather go ahead and take care of Okay, well, so would I. Tampa, well, as, a, as opposed to the, the Giants. Well, as, the as a fan right. who still has a pending bet with somebody across from me, I, I need them just to finish this thing off. But, Skip, you can't, have the, you can't feel comfortable with Jameis Winston. Do, do I feel comfortable? I feel uncomfortable because I think he is capable of having a big game. Well, Skip, they took him with the number one overall draft pick, so you know he's more than capable. How good is Mike Evans? Mike Evans is, is a very good receiver. Okay. But you got how Byron is, Jones who's a pro bowler. Okay. Yeah. How good is Deshaun? Is he still capable? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. can run know. by people. Deshaun, ever since Deshaun made that statement that he wanted to go somewhere else, he hadn't been the same. Okay. I mean, you, you hadn't right. been getting no big plays. Okay. So, uh, last week, I'm convinced that they thought Philly would go with Nick Foles to L.A. and lose that game. And they thought that Washington, Josh Johnson, would go to Jacksonville and lose that game. Neither happened, which means it's still up for grabs. Yep. So have you seen what's happening to the point spread 
of Houston at Philadelphia. Do you realize that Houston opened as a three and a half point favorite and now Philly is a two and a half point favorite? That has swung six points. The money. Guess why? <laughs> Nick Foles. Man, I'll stop it. Nick Foles. Because everybody saw what Nick Foles did for that team oh, against the Rams. On. They looked pretty that they dominated that game. Am I right? Well, I think the thing Man, is Man, I don't know what football Skip been watching. Uh now the defense for the Eagles versus the Rams dominated. And, of course, Nick Foles closed his eyes and threw one long, deep pass, and everybody was like, wow, wow. And the guy came down with the ball. It was a wobbly, ugly duck of a ball. It looked like a punt, but the guy caught the ball, which was cool. Now, Nick Foles' magic, people think that they can capture lightning and put it in a bottle twice. Yes, I got a lot of Eagles fans all of a sudden with all of the new energy talking about, hey, Cowboy Nation, you guys know y'all about to choke, right? We finally, we finna do what we did last year and go on this run. Okay, keep bumping your gums, but but work on those neck muscles because you're still looking up to the greatest, right? You're still looking up to a five-time Super Bowl champion. And then I always say this too for everybody that's out there saying, well, y'all haven't won since 1995. I'm going to ask you this then. Since we did not win since 1995, because we always live like 95, right? Why is it taking you guys so long to keep up and catch up? Get those neck muscles ready. Keep looking up to the greatest because it is what it is at this point. Antoine Myers, appreciate you for tuning in to the nation with the donation to help grow the nation with the dedication to put things back in the right place. He says, Zeke, get the most loaded box out of the any running back in the league. He, he put his money down there on the sense to make these things happen. Uh, this is the thing with Ezekiel Elliott. He is our first round draft pick. He's the guy that we need to focus on anyhow. Dak Prescott and the rest of those guys, that's not the first round draft pick. He's the fourth overall, fourth round pick in the fourth draft pick, you know, you know, in the fourth round. So Ezekiel Elliott is the fourth first overall. How can I put this in better words? Ezekiel Elliott should be the attention, basically. First, first, first round draft pick, Ezekiel Elliott versus uh, Dak Prescott. <sighs> the balances of the universe need to conf confine itself and look at it from that aspect and say, okay, this team, when we get to the money zone, we need to go where we drafted at. Look at Ezekiel Elliott. Let's craft plays. Let's put Dak Prescott on motion. Let's give him an option to either run it and throw the ball to Ezekiel Elliott, or let's put him on motion to throw it or either pass it or run it to the, uh, run it himself and throw the ball to my man, the tight end. We can do those things. But in order for us to do that, we have to call concise plays. We can't just be out there, shotgun, 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 and no RPOs. Remind me this right here, Cowboys Nation. Let me know how many RPOs plays we called last week. <laughs> I'm sitting here waiting, and, and we can't play scared. I saw Gino earlier, I read your comment, and you said, okay, okay. Uh, with that being said, he said, you know, you don't want to injure the uh, quarterback. Scared money make no money, baby. <laughs> Somebody said with those old rings, <laughs> hey, Super Bowl, last I checked, don't have no expiration date on it. So uh, let me know when you catch back up. Work out those neck muscles. Still looking up. <laughs> Eagles Nation still got to look up, right? <laughs> Daniel Mazza, what's up? Eagles will always be trash. <laughs> it is what it is, man. <laughs> stop Zeke and stop the boys. Dak needs the arm transplant. This is from Burning Beard. <laughs> Don't burn your beard. <laughs> hey, it's easier said than done, right? But let's go. Also, Skip, they looked and they saw how poorly the Texans played against the Jets. They played poorly. Now, and, you, and they lost to Andrew Luck the week before at right. home. So you would think, hold on, 
Now, Nick Foles, I'm not saying that he's Carson Wentz, but I like to think he's better than Sam Darnold. I would like to think that the Eagles as a team are better than the Jets. So, and so, the Vegas know what they're doing. Okay, no, but but this is just the batters are jumping on I the know. Nick Foles bandwagon. Yes. And that spread has swung just in a few days. It swung six, six points. points. Yeah, you don't, six don't, points? You, don't, you don't normally see that. Okay, well, what I'm saying is your team that you bet on, they're not done yet. My team could finish them by finishing Tampa. Right. But are, am I convinced them. of this? You could have finished them Sunday. But I keep telling you, you're not as good as you thought. Okay. I think there's if, if their backs are to the wall, when they have to do it, that's when it brings the best out. Oh, but here's the thing. There's sometimes when your back is against the wall and that pressure becomes so insurmountable. Yep. Because now we've seen what you guys have done, skipping the past when that mm. pressure when that back in the wall. Yeah. <laughs> remember the, remember the uh, Dax rookie year playoff? What? He was great. I don't know what you you, you keep like revising history. But here's the thing: this what, what are you talking about? He was sensational. This a, he threw for three hundred and three touchdowns. I don't know if Skip understands how, this, sport, yards, how this team thing works, but that would work, dude. A guy can be great within a team aspect, sure. But if his team loses, he gets to go home with his team. Oh. He doesn't get to move on. Okay. Well, his team fell behind twenty-one to three in that playoff game and, against Aaron Rodgers. Well, who is the quarterback? And then, Dak Prescott brought them all the way back to 31 all. I'm trying to figure out who was the quarterback at the time that they were falling behind. Was it someone else? <laughs> hey, with that being said, man, that's all the time I have with that particular episode. Before I get ready to lock, load, and get on out of here, uh, I'm going to read some of you guys' comments. This is the thing. Going back to 2016, we already know that the health is a coordinator. Of course, you had Ezekiel Elliott averaging, man, my goodness. Somebody put that down. I think it was like 6.2 yards a carry. I could be wrong. It could be like seven. But he was averaging a good number of carries, rushing that rock, running that ball. So we can say whether or not it's the quarterback or it's the running back or it's the offensive coordinator. But that offensive coordinator needed to do something. Then on top of that, that defense, we needed to have some extra help with that defense. We saw – uh, Aaron Rodgers carving us up, moving the ball down the field on the first quarters. And and, and then on top of that, that's what makes me kind of like, okay, I would rather for us to sneak into the playoff versus having one of those first round buys or one, something like that. I, I, I do not want that or first week buy, whatever you want to call it. But it is what it is, Cowboy Nation. Let me see who all we have here in the chat box, man. I really appreciate each and every last one of you guys. Let me jump all the way. First person that's in here was Michael Bellamy. Appreciate you. Or uh, was it K-Do? One of you guys was the first one. Second place, Snicker, 817. Appreciate you. Uh, the corner, appreciate Nick Foles is a damn spark plug. I'm telling you, I'm just a blurry boost. <laughs> Shout out to you, man, the corner. Appreciate you, man, for that comment. I, I don't know, man. Uh, we would like to see some Nick Foles do what, this, what he can do this weekend, right? We will see. Uh, shout out to Jared. Man, what's going on? Jamal Anderson, thank you for tuning in as well. Thinking about this, going to the game. Uh, go to the game, man. Go to the game. Just We need everybody live into the mix, man. What's up, Moses? Appreciate you for tuning in. And uh, 88, flying roaches are back from the <laughs> Kubo. You, you talk about those Eagles, right? They, they got a little life in them because they beat the Rams. That's good. That's good. Shout out to them. He's still working on those neck muscles, right? Always a lady. Get those necks up. Yeah. Neck. Yeah, y'all got to get those necks up, man. Keep looking up to the greatest, right? 
Team is the key. Victor Medley. Yes, team is the key. It's always the team. A lot of people look at the individual, which is okay and cool. When, when the quarterback win, we look at the team. When the quarterback lose, we look at the quarterback. I, I understand that mantra. I understand that talk track. But at the end of the day, the quarterback must play better. He got to play better. He should play better. And, and what we're looking at, we're looking at Kelly Moore teaching him and, and trying to see if he can develop his skill set. We can see that there are some issues when I say that. And then on top of that, Scott Linehan. When we go all the way back when Scott Linehan first got here, the Romos of the world were the quarterback. Ask me one question about that. <laughs> let me know if I'm wrong. And, this, and let me know if this is just falsehoods that I'm speaking. Didn't Romo change a lot of Scott Linehan's plays? I will sit and wait. I will sit and wait. And this is not low-hanging fruit, me saying that Scott Lenahan is the reasonings and the problems of Dak Prescott. No, 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 no. But a piece of that percentage when we get to the red zone, money zone, green zone, what the hell are you putting? The, why are you putting the ball in Dak Prescott's hand when you got your first-round draft pick number 21? You got to utilize him a little bit more. I saw Ezekiel Elliott's mom tweeted out. She said that since 2002, her son been playing football, whether it be, uh, I guess, middle school or, or high school or whatever. He, on every team that he ever played on, he at least had something, something to do with the scores or points or driving with points on the board. This was his first time last week ever <laughs> that, that, that he was uh, left without points on the board. And, and we got to figure that things out, man. Uh, to me personally, what I would wish Jerry Jones, like I said before on the previous show, there's no such thing as salary cap as it relates to coaching. If Jerry Jones really wants to win, he will figure out a way to reach deep down in his pockets and bring out the best, the best, the best and the brightest minds out there to, to coordinate this offense. They got to do it. I know that Jason Gary got something on G Jerry Jones and he's not going to get rid of him. But at least we can find a way to get another offensive coordinator out there or put some fire under Scott Linehan and say, okay, you drop those same plays from last week and week before that and whatever it may be, then we're going to have some questionings for you. We're going to put you in a chokehold, lockhole or something. <laughs> All right. Uh, shout out to you. I hope Noah Brown can stay healthy next preseason. He's been he, – he's so green, but just maybe. It's from Rick. Yeah. I mean, they got to utilize Noah Brown a little bit more, but hey, the writing is on the wall a little bit when you got uh, the, the emergence of, um, what is it, Mari Cooper on this team, and then you have the Michael Gallup, and then don't sleep on Cedric Wilson next year. Don't sleep on it. Uh, so it is what it is at this point. Uh, this is the Midday Sports Report. My name is Law Nation. You can find me on iTunes, Spotify, as well as uh, Twitter and Instagram under Laws Nation or LAW Nation for the information. You can just join in on Roku. I'm there too. That's uh, powered by Amazon. Appreciate everybody for tuning in for the nation. And also, I'm on Twitch. Appreciate those on Periscope. We here, we there, we everywhere. Let's go, Cowboy Nation, one way or another. That's been my time. I really thank you for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Salute. I'm out. Peace. All right. Let Zeke eat. Yes, Zeke the Freak. Appreciate you guys. Shout out to the Eagles Nation. Shout out to the Eagles for tuning in to the best, right? <laughs> it is good. It's all good. <laughs> all right.
I see you, my Cowboys family. Yes, y'all check them out, man. They got some good videos on that. Fire Scott Lennon had. <laughs> Listening to nothing, and I mean absolutely nothing but the best. We're out.